The button has been pushed. Commencing podcast now. Yeah, we got all the stripey stripes going. Welcome to Pop Tech Jam, the independent audio magazine about consumer technology, pop culture, and curious objects coming out of Las Vegas. <laughs> I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. On this week's show, we roll on up through the tech headlines and then discuss some of the more interesting items on display at last week's Consumer Electronics Show out west, uh, where apparently they had pole dancing robots in one uh, booth see, or something. That's just, it, don't, don't, don't. It was very robot and, uh, well, car tech is always big every yeah. year. But and the, TV. The Robots and yes, and TVs and AI was big yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, many things to talk about uh, later in the show. But and it's all vaporware. Yes, uh, mostly just, vaporware. Just uh, stuff to get people excited. Of proof of concept. Is, proof like of proof concept. Concept. is that what they call it? Yeah. Is that the term? Nice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we'll be we'll be doing. You know, this is our proof. And if they get funding, though, then then maybe they kind of right. Of course, maybe try, try to to get it real. But uh, and some of the stuff will will probably show up. But um, but Apple always blows the show off, or of always course. had MacWorld, I think, for years and years. Yeah. And, now they don't do anything, do they? No, and, and they this year people thing. were kind of talking about it because uh, really? we, we find out in the news later uh, they're kind of getting smoked in the whole uh, speaker uh, voice assistant thing. Really? I'm shocked. Shocked, you I'm know. I'm shocked. Yes, but uh, but let's, uh, let's... Let's dive right in. Dive right in. Uh, we'll get to the CES stuff in a little bit, but there were uh, other recent bits of news from around the tech universe. Nice. Uh, for one, Facebook has decided to change its newsfeed algorithm to downplay news articles and posts that may be politically divisive and uh, boost <laughs> posts from family and friends. I mean, my you family mean- and friends can probably be pretty divisive <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, wait, wait, hold on a second. So they're going back to what they used to be. Yeah, yeah. Bef- before elections and things happened, back when it was just here's nice. Aunt May's puppy or whatever. Uh, so they just really sent shivers down the entire media landscape with that one. Yes, people who, uh, publishers and uh, yeah. news organizations who had been relying on Facebook to boost their visibility, get people to click through to the site. Just see their stuff, making them nervous, I guess. That change sliced about $25 billion from the company's market cap, too. And BuzzFeed did a very long essay about what this all means. And Facebook, you'll remember they had made that big announcement. They were going to get into news a few years ago. Oh, yeah. and, and they were going to be your one-stop thing. And maybe people didn't really care about seeing the puppy pictures, or really? whatever, which I don't think was ever true. But then they decided that they weren't a media company. Well, and... I think there was, after the election and yeah. the point, yeah. Pointing fingers about you guys didn't really try to keep the fake stuff off your site and look what happened. But BuzzFeed's uh, essay is, is quite good. We're going to link to it on our show page. But as BuzzFeed noted, while Facebook is notorious for its endless piddling product tweaks, wow. this one seems a substantive shift in strategic vision. It is an unprecedented acknowledgement that Facebook's core feature, the news feed, has not worked out at all the way it was intended. It was abused by peddlers of misinformation. It was used by foreign governments in an attempt to interfere with elections. It made people feel bad, end quote. And that's one little section. Uh, the BuzzFeed story then went on to observe, Facebook wants to go back to an idealized safe space free of hyperpartisan pages, misinformation, and fake news. But when you're home to nearly 2 billion humans, no change is ever simple. Facebook moves fast, broke things, and changed the way the world produces, consumes, and shares information. And changing course more than a decade into one of the most disruptive social experiments ever – it might prove more than just a little difficult, end quote. Yeah, I think they're right. I think BuzzFeed kind of— They nailed it. Yeah, uh, right there. Yeah, but you know what? The, f- the fact of the matter is they created their own problem. Yeah. This is their mess. Y'all did this. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, 
Well, who am I to judge? Yeah, and, and Facebook judge? is just one of the Twitter itself. Also, we're not going to Sesspool. censor anybody, yeah, and look what happened there. Twitter and now, Facebook, uh, now Twitter has uh, hateful conduct policies, and they've had to step it up, and they're dealing with a whole bunch of how do we – we never wanted to police, but now we have to police because it's getting dangerous and people are getting death threats. I ought to be honest. I dread going on Twitter every morning. I get anxious just thinking about going really, on Really? You just fire it up. It's like, incoming! Yeah, really. Seriously. Yeah. But as part of its efforts to deal with uh, the aforementioned fake news, yes. Facebook is also said to be testing machine learning solutions that make it easier for users to find local news from a list of vetted and approved sources okay. uh, by Facebook. Now, this is a Recode story. According to Recode, the social network is testing a new section inside its app called Today In, a feed made up entirely of local news events and announcements. It's not uh, nationwide, though, or even worldwide. Uh, the experimental feature is being tested in six cities just for now. That would be New Orleans, Little Rock, Arkansas, Billings, Montana, Peoria, Illinois, Olympia, Washington, and Binghamton, New York, where we all mail our state taxes. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, So, yeah, they're going to find out if it plays in Peoria, and <laughs> you got to go to New Orleans. Of course. So. you got to go to New Orleans. So they're uh, they're testing it there, and I don't know if that will ever see the light of day up here. And, uh, and again, some it. cities will have a lot of local information. And of course. Others not so much. Not so but, much. But uh, well, we'll see what Facebook finds. Oh, and one uh, little note to a story we talked about last week after the outrage showing uh, a suicide victim in one of his videos Logan uh, last Paul. month. Yeah, so YouTube suspended channel star Logan Paul and put original projects with him on hold. So that was sort of a follow-up to what we talked about last yeah. week. But, yeah, you, you got to show some judgment here. Yeah, but uh, they didn't kick him to the curb. They didn't. They, uh, they kind of suspension. iced suspension. Yes, boxed him maybe for a little while. That's right. Penalty box, right. Yeah, so – and uh, also going back to what we discussed last week, yeah, uh, we're seeing and hearing more about the patches for the Spectre and Meltdown bugs that affect pretty much every modern CPU in the – past 20 years or so. Pretty much. Just a few there. Yeah. Microsoft actually had to pause its updates for computers running AMD processors for a few days last week due to a, um, how should we call it, bricking problem. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It, it was people were coming on and posting, got errors, and won't even boot up. They realized it was something about the AMD processor, so they had to pause the uh, patch they were pushing out for AMD machines. The Intel ones, I think, uh, mostly went okay. People were very, though, concerned about the slowdown factor. and um, so. And I guess it's worse on some machines than others. A Microsoft exec blogged about this last week, though, and said those with Windows 10 and newer processors will likely not notice much of a hit. I think that will probably be contested by gamers who notice every single of little nanosecond of slowness. Of course. But the same cannot be said for older hardware running Windows 7. So I think if you have the older machine, which is naturally going to be a little slower anyway. Right. They probably optimize this fix for the newer machines. This is pretty much what software companies do because the legacy hardware is way back there and they don't really have the resources to focus on it right. and maybe they kind of want you to upgrade anyway. Of course they do. So we're starting to see a lot of reports of that of people saying that Microsoft is, you know, whatever they're saying, it's like they made my machine super slow and they're starting to uh, uh, complain. Yes, ha have opinions publicly about yes. it. Um, but on the topic of slowdowns, more than 30 different class action lawsuits have been filed against Apple after the company admitted it was slowing down iOS performance on older iPhone models. Oopsie. Yes, uh, no word on how many of these suits will actually make it to court, as I believe there are 13 separate lawsuits just in Northern California alone. I guess wow. that's a hobby. Uh, eight of those in San Jose. But California has a lot of extra laws that no other states have. They do. And some of these, I think, are based on these very specific California laws. 
But you, you see, you usually see California law, though, if you buy like a box of Duraflame fire logs out here, they have the warning. And then in California, it can also cause cancer. Like they always put that wow. warning on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So California's got very strict uh, labeling and very strict laws uh, having around. to do with the stuff. Yep. So, so I guess that's why there's so many out there. Apple is also getting heat from Senator John Thune, a Republican of South Dakota. He's the chairman of the Commerce, Science, and Transportation Committee. The senator wrote a letter to Apple CEO Tim Cook asking about the level of transparency the fruit-themed toy makers should have provided users uh, before slowing down their devices. In the letter, Senator Thune asks other questions like if users had the option to decline installing software updates and if Apple considered offering free battery replacements to affected customers or rebates to those who had already paid a full price for the battery replacement service. Apple has a deadline of January 23rd in which to respond to this with its answers. Ooh. So I guess we'll we'll have more about that uh, in a couple of weeks. Yes, we will. And Apple is not really having a great PR year so far anyway. Uh, the company has also been dinged by two major Wall Street investors who want Apple to study the health effects of its products, like addiction, and make it easier for parents to limit their children's use of iPhones and iPads. Um, now, you're a parent and you're a tech household. Have you been battling this? I know this opens up a whole other level of parenting that you probably didn't have to think about when oh, you were a yeah, kid. Yeah. But I, we have been Like limits it. of screen times. Oh, how how gosh, do you handle yeah. this? Uh, is it still I, an ongoing battle? It's, it's an ongoing battle. I mean, just this morning, the argument about, I want to use my phone, I want to use my phone, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a balancing act. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to limit it. We don't let them use their screens, their iPads, or their iPhones during the week. The, the the daughter wants to text with her friends, and you know she's watching her anime and all that stuff. So yeah, it's a uh, it's a constant juggle. Okay, so it's a weekend. But the weekends, yeah, the weekends yes. are are the the battle, and the you know when they're on vacation and stuff yeah. like that. And then it's like a real you know it's a knockdown drag out. It's a Donnybrook. I see. Yeah. Well, uh, good luck with the continuing. Uh, Thank you. I'm working out as we speak. Yes. Uh, So, uh, and also uh, getting back to Apple, pundits are pondering this year's Consumer Electronics Show, uh, and they point out that Apple's Siri Assistant and very delayed HomePod speaker, if it ever comes out, is so far back in the dirt behind Amazon's Alexa and the Google Home and Assistant combo. Microsoft Cortana is also back there in the distance, but I think Microsoft has a big blog post on its site saying that it's kind of playing the long game and it wants to roll out these Cortana-enabled things. Uh, so, so they've actually shown evidence of a plan where I know Apple Siri came out with the iPhone 4S in mm-hmm. what, 2011 or something. And despite a few little polishes here and there in integrating in search or whatever, I haven't really seen a huge number of leaps to Siri yet. I went to the Apple TV, but it still kind of does the same thing. And yep. half the time when I talk to it and try to find something, it shows me the wrong thing anyway. So I'm not thinking – well, I have an accent sometimes too at home, so maybe it's throwing it, but – it doesn't really seem as fluid as when I asked the Google Assistant something. So. Yeah, it's definitely not fluid. I mean, and I honestly think they don't really give a crap about the speakers. Yeah, so I, that's, I honestly believe that they're just doing this because they feel they had to. Yeah, so everyone else is doing right, one. Right, exactly. Let's make ours huger and more expensive than – Exactly. I mean, it would probably have great sound quality because they I do – I don't think I – you know, I wouldn't Well, actually, you're not a fan of the Apple headphones either. I was not. I am not. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. And the Beats headphones, please, they're garbage. Yeah. So, all right. So I stand corrected there. I bow to your audio <laughs> superiority. <laughs> they will look fancy, though. Yes. They will look great. Yes. There's no question their design is going to be fantastic. But I, I, I can't imagine they're going to sound. Compared to the Sono speakers and things like that, mm-hmm. they got a long way to go. Yes. 
All right, well, moving on, uh, with CES 2018 in the past tense for most people, uh, the annual Mobile World Congress Expo in February is the next big thing yes, uh, coming down the pike. I believe they have that in sunny Barcelona. Yes, indeed. And that's all about the world of smartphones. Yes. Uh, Samsung plans to show off its upcoming Samsung Galaxy S9 there. I guess they thought well, maybe they'll do it at CES and maybe they'll have a special event right. like they did last year. No, it's going to be at uh, Mobile World. And uh, no super leaks on it yet. You know, it's a little stuff popping out. But it's expected to be the first smartphone from Samsung to have a 512-gigabyte storage option. Wow. That's So that's, uh, that's hefty. Yeah, half a terabyte hefty. there. Yeah. We're uh, – I guess we're keeping more and more stuff on our phones. I can get basically almost my whole music collection on there. Yeah, okay. And you are a Samsung uh, user, I right? I am, yeah. All right. Well, we'll know. see what else this thing brings to the table. Yeah. And, uh, and finally – and finally, the Federal Communications Commission's recent move to overturn the net neutrality rules is not going by without a fight. Good. Senator Ed Markey, Democrat of Massachusetts, has gathered the 30 necessary votes to force another vote on the FCC's decision to repeal net neutrality under the Congressional Review Act. I think wow, we talked they, about this possibly happening. Wow, they weeks have ago. the 30 votes. Yes, and I think uh, Susan Collins, the uh, Republican yep. of Maine, is on board. Um, if this was to happen, this Congressional Review Act, it would look Congress nullify recently passed regulations with just a majority vote. Um, now, this would be the beginning of a long process. Uh, it's ultimately probably unlikely to go through the House and the executive branch, uh, but it would force legislators to vote on the record. This is a midterm year. Right. If you get people out there voting against net neutrality for whatever reason, you know, they don't believe in it or they're siding with the business community or whatever – that puts them on the record, that and that gives indeed. people political campaign yes, uh, commercial material. Yes, indeed. I don't think they've done a congressional review in a while. I know the Republicans did it a lot when the Democrats were controlled, but I don't think this has happened much lately. Right. So uh, so we'll see if this actually happens. There's also uh, legal challenges from the states who have talked about it. Um, I think New York might even be one of them. And uh, possible local laws rising up to keep the net neutral. So – I think uh, I think the uh, the state's way is probably going to be a little more effective than anything yeah. else. Yeah. I mean it, it will create another patchwork. You know, Absolutely. It's like the gun laws where it's yep. different from state to state. Yep. But but we shall see. We shall see. So uh, for anyone who wants to find out more about the, these little tidbits we talked about in the news this week, you can find them at poptechjam.com. Up next, we're going to talk about some of the more interesting things that came out of CES this year. For the first time, there's actually something coming out of CES that I might want. The Snuggle Robot? No, not the <laughs> Snuggle Robot. I saw, and it's not vaporware. It's real. It's real. They had actually boxed items for actual, sale? Actual boxed items for sale. You can go to their website and order it. I don't remember the name of the company. All right. They obviously didn't do their marketing properly. No, they didn't but... do their marketing. But it was an, a stationary exercise bike with a desk right on top of it. Okay. So I could sit there and edit Pop Tech Jam while you pedal. While I pedal and get some exercise. All right. Now, do you power your electricity with the pedaling? I'm not absolutely sure, but that would be fantastic. That would give you would. motivation. That would going. really go to give, give you motivation. I would want that. It would be like the Flintstones. Wow. That you, would you be could just, awesome. And you could just miles and miles. So 
so it was sort of like a fly, like those Levenger Lapdus yep, things, yep, yep, uh, yep. finely polished Norwegian wood or something? Yeah, well, or? I doubt it's finely polished plastic. <laughs> yes. All right. And the highest grade plastic you can find. So is it just the desk or do you have like, when you get bored with working, maybe you flip on, you know, some of the ones have those video screens where you pretend like nah, you're biking no, in the... No, no video screen France. on this All one. Right. This is just pure desk deskage. All right. So... Uh, and they, they you know, in the picture they have the lady and she's got this... They're always smiling while yeah. they're working. I don't know about you, but I don't necessarily smile while I'm working because I'm concentrating. She's got this giant iPad Pro or a Surface or something, and she's working on it, and she's all happy. She's probably not even perspiring. I'm no, guessing. she's like she's wearing fancy white outfit. I mean, come on, mm-hmm. seriously, no yeah. sweatpants. No, yeah, yeah, come on, please. Yeah, she went in and sat on that bike that took pictures. She went home. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So, the, so you found something. Probably the only thing in the last ten years that I've actually wanted out all of right, CES. Well, they got your attention. They did. Every year CES is such a fire hose of new stuff. Oh my gosh! And yeah. it just take the, the New York Times did a question and answer session with Brian Chen. People had questions. A lot of people, uh, tech sites, do their roundups. Right. I was reading uh, a few of these, and the two that sort of found a really good mix of, of products, I thought, were the Washington Post and Time magazine. And oh. so I thought, well, let's just talk about one, some of the ones that they found because they also caught my eye. Um, but, I, but I have to make one observation. What? The best thing about this year is that since, you know, I had a job change, Yeah. I no longer work for a major metropolitan news organization. I work for myself. Uh-huh. I had to give up my email address. Uh-huh. And you know what happened? No press releases. No press releases. It Ooh. was beautiful. Your inbox was instantly 5,000 oh, items it was lighter. Unbelievable. Yes. Unbelievable. A couple of them kind of snuck by. Yeah. Because they did their due diligence. The, yeah, the, yeah. The they PR looked folks. up on the internet. Yeah. But oh, it was such a relief. Gosh. Wow. I'm in the, I'm in the, I'm enjoying the afterglow. Yeah, it's, it's well, it's can be, you see it on my yeah, face? Yeah, you, you won't have to hear about Worldwide Developers Conference. Nope. You won't have to worry about Build. You won't have to nope. worry about I.O. I'm going to get my, all my information from PopTech Jam. All right. That's well, I guess we better do. provide some information. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, the Washington Post, uh, lo- lovely roundup. We'll link yes, to it. Um, yes. And I know you are an Alexa fan. I am, yes. Did you know you can now ask Alexa to flush? Oh, God. Please tell me that's a joke. No, this is a uh, caller who makes uh, very fancy turlets, uh, oh. has a high-end model that connects to the internet and responds to voice commands. And you can, I guess you can get an Alexa skill uh, for this. And it's not just Alexa compliant. It also works with Siri, who I guess does have a few tricks, and the Google Assistant. Um, they can all flush the toilet. It's all vocal command things, but uh, I guess uh, beyond flushing, you can ask the assistants uh, to lift the seat. Your wife could stop. appreciate that. Just please stop. Um, Just, you know what? I don't want to do this. Or if you I don't have, play if you anymore. have the fancy, this is the Kohler Numi uh, oh. toilet. If you have the fancy uh, bidet model there, I guess there's a spray You're configuration. Me. You're killing me. I swear. You're killing me. Yeah. No. I, I hold on a second. Yeah. Have we gotten to the point in civilization where we can't flush a toilet? Yeah, or have the robot pick our favorite bidet spray configuration? Oh my God! This is just. This is. We've nuked the fridge. We've yeah. totally well. See, the only thing the, fridge the story is missing is a drone. Comes <laughs> a drone comes in yeah. when you need that toilet paper roll. Yeah. The drone flies yes. it in for you. Well, and sometimes you need oh, that toilet. Yes, but, uh, it's true. That's true. But uh, it also has speakers. The toilet itself. The um, toilet has speakers, JD. Yeah, so the you can play your favorite tunes, and I guess it tracks water usage too for people in which water meter. You know, California. This is an issue. <sighs> So you, you can you can talk to your toilet, have it respond to your commands, play your music, and it tells you what your water bill is going to be. You know, 
My son would flush that toilet nonstop while yelling obscenities uh-huh. at Alexa. That's yes. what would happen at the Kaiser compound. Yes. And, uh, All right. Hold on a second. It plays music. Yes. It flushes the toilet. Yes. It changes the bidet settings for you, the spray pattern. Yes. Right. Okay. It looks like see. see, that's a, that's a, a word, spray pattern. I just don't want to hear this anymore. It's a thing. Wow. Well, yeah, because the whole, wow. I mean, the bidets in America are kind of, America's just coming around to it. I mean, yeah, my little just, niece we, who's six was like, oh, it's that fancy butt washing toilet. Right. It's the butt washing <laughs> toilet. Which kind of, because one of her friends had one. We're American. Yeah, we were, you know, and it's a very European thing, right. but it's slowly coming over here. I right. think there's also a lot of Japanese influence here. Of course. It's catching on. The price on this, though, may hamper you, though. It's $5,625 starting price. Uh, <sighs> For, for the I, but there there have been more Sam Grobarty used to yes. to work with us uh, yes. reviewed one that was sixty four hundred dollars right. so where's Sam now Sam's at CNN I CNN, believe he's right. the executive editor of their tech section yes, he is but uh, okay so that's one of the things Washington Post found there's also <sighs> Somnox the robot you can cuddle with not that kind of cuddling not that um, kind of cuddling. Yeah, it's it's sort of like a little pillow. Uh, well, they're calling it a bed companion, which sounds even worse. That uh, sounds really But bad. it it simulates human breathing. So you've had a freaked out day. You've got this fabric covered robot that's sort of breathing. You know, kind of rising and falling. Uh, and I guess it's supposed to help you calm down. You know, it's like really? a breathing yoga really? exercise. I guess it has optional heartbeat, lullabies, and guided meditation sounds you can activate from an app. There's absolutely nothing creepy about any of that. No. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing at all. Yeah, that's $600. That's coming in September. Um, you know, when my daughter was a baby, mm-hmm. we had a little stuffed doll that cost like $19.99. Uh-huh. And it had a little fake ro- like heartbeat sound. Uh-huh. That was fine. Uh-huh. Did, did it help her fall asleep? It helped her fall asleep. So she didn't need a $600 robot. She didn't robot. need a $600 robot that well, drew breath. No. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. Yeah. All right. So so maybe you'll take a miss on that one. You're seriously killing me here. Yes. JD, you realize this, that the, I am these are... seriously the Alexa-powered toilet mm-hmm. with music. Yeah. And spray patterns. <laughs> yes, but they spray patterns. Well, let's move on here. Uh, there's a – we'll skip a few of these because I want to get to the time ones too. Uh, but remember Laundroid? We were making fun of yeah, that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A few episodes I actually back. may have wanted it. Yeah, the robots uh, that fold your laundry. This is the sort of cabinet you put everything in and it comes out folded. Yeah. It's finally been announced at the price. Which Wait a minute. Maybe it's they're making real? it. Yeah, it's uh, $16,000 or so. <laughs> Get out of Tad. $5,000 toilet and a $16,000 closet that folds my clothes. Yeah. You know, humanity, we don't deserve to be around that. Yeah, anymore. yeah. No, just, you know what? Just global warming the heck out of us. Yeah, no. It's just like, go ahead and wipe us out. Here come the Visigoths. Yeah, yes, no, it's, here we it's, uh, go. But uh, but Laundroid has some competition though, um, cheaper competition. Oh, okay, uh, here we go. The Foldimate, uh, which is nine hundred and eighty dollars, promises to fold a load of laundry in four minutes, uh, but you have to feed each piece in like a shredder. Uh, yes, really. So yeah, so you're you're pulled you into helping. In. You have to stand there. Yeah. You know what you could do while you wait and you're feeding it? You could fold your clothes yeah. while you're feeding it into the Foldimate. Yeah. Oh. All right, so you're going to give that a miss. Uh, this okay. is the best segment you've ever done, J.D. You're killing me. Sorry, sorry. Well, you know, it's it's CES. It's, it's like this CES. is the only time of year you get to make fun of, of really bizarre products. Oh, um, now, they also had a few charging hubs and mats uh, oh, yeah. that come Absolutely. out because you know, wireless charging is finally catching on. Also, right. because so many laptops are going to just the USB-C little port, all these hubs that will give you back all your other ports that you're missing. Right. 
Um, Dell announced the Dell XPS 13, which is a woven glass laptop. What? Uh, it's a uh, extra hardy white glass fiber weave finish that resists uh, stains and yellowing over time. Do you want I a woven glass uh, laptop? I was never concerned about my laptop yellowing. Yeah. Did well, back in the beige days, it? you never really had to because it was already yellow. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, like they, the weirdest thing. I, I guess it's – Is a, that really a concern? Is there – For some people, I guess, it could be an aesthetic thing. Like, you know, they would get bummed that, that Apple stuff, which was always white, you know, that maybe picked up some stains after a while or uh, cracks or skin marks or whatever. <laughs> From dropping. They obviously didn't choose the right spray pattern. There you go. Apparently not. Nice. So Clean tag. Clean tag. Yeah. Literally, Literally. a clean tag. So so that's- I am never worried about my laptops or my devices All right. So so the woven glass fiber weave is not really going to be a selling point for you? Yeah, not really, no. Thank you, Dell. There's also LEQ, which is called a social robot for seniors. Okay. Yeah. Remember remember when we were worried about Amazon Alexa and that automatic help thing with the Kindle and stuff? yeah. Yeah, this is a um, a, a new uh, concept here. Uh, it's it's designed to combat isolation, I guess, for for older people who are maybe stuck inside, don't get out as much, don't see a lot of people. Uh, it's called the LQ. It's a tabletop robot with a swiveling head that connects seniors to friends for messages and video chats, and makes it uh, easier for them to take advantage of online information and services. This is according to the Washington Post. Does it breathe? Uh, I Can don't... you snuggle it? Uh, it sits on the table, so you may break a hip if you yeah, lean over okay, trying to snuggle. So enough. maybe you don't want to snuggle yeah, that. But that, uh, yeah. but the robot it suggests physical activities. You know, get up and walk around, help your circulation. That's cool. Take your medicine on All time. Right, I'm not going to make fun of that. Yeah, so so that's uh, kind of interesting. Um, I don't know how how many people, and I, I haven't seen the price on it yet. So I but think seriously, gonna this is a legit question. It does not breathe, does it? No, I, okay. I think it, it it just kind of sits there, and it looks like a little lamp, and then it connects to sort of an iPad like screen. Nice. And so the screen is clearly there for the video chats, but the the robot does the hard part, you nice. know, like call so and so or whatever. So, so that one was kind of interesting. Right, that I thought um, the robot dog, which has been around forever, everyone's made one, yeah, yeah, and still this is still the Ibo, the Sony one, and I guess it's getting more articulated and and uh, well, still it's makes back that? to well, it got discontinued in in two thousand six, so oh, we've right. seen it before. Yeah. and now it's come back, and it's I guess uh, cuter than it was before. And it's only being sold in Japan right now, but they'll they'll be bringing them over here. But it's eighteen hundred dollars, so it's kind of still expensive. But the fact that they brought it back, I guess, and this is all eighteen hundred dollars. I could buy half a toilet. Yeah, you could have a toilet, you know, and <laughs> get a dog from the shelter yes. for free. I can um, get ten dogs from the shelter. Yeah. So, but I think this all keys into the sort of push towards AI and robotics that we've been seeing in the show. And Sony's like, oh wait, we did that. We did that. You yes, know, twelve years. Let's get a dog back. Yeah. So, so they've got him coming back. Now, Time Magazine also did their list of, yes. of favorite things, and they seem to skew a little bit more to the useful. I mean, like the LQ, I could see that happening yes. if it could take off. I'm not quite convinced that they can, you know, unless they carefully see it and get people to realize uh, that it's useful. But Time went looking to uh, – they found the L'Oreal UV Sense uh, sensor, which is basically this little thing. It, it, you wear it on the fingernail, and it's a tiny sensor capable of detecting ultraviolet exposure. Okay. Uh, and so when you're out and about and you maybe you're getting too much sun, it tells you the sensor itself. It's battery-free and includes an NFC antenna, a temperature sensor, and a UV sensor. 
and uh, can store three months uh, worth of data and passes the information to the app. So it keeps track of your exposure levels and helps you manage uh, your sun time because melanoma is a very real thing. Yes. They also, uh, there at Time Magazine, liked Lenovo's smart display, which includes support for Google's Assistant. I guess this is the kind of video screen version of, uh, you know, the Amazon device, the Echo mm-hmm. Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is sort of a uh, Google-powered version of that. Uh, it's got a larger screen. I guess it's got a little bit better design. Uh, Honda was there. Honda has been showing off robots for years and years yes, at uh, product shows and expos. And um, they had a whole bunch of concept robots there. And they're all demonstrating various things these robots can do. One of them, though, was the social empathy robot. Really? Yes. Did it breathe? It glows happily at you. This is a robot 3 e a118, Honda Social Empathy Robot. Yep. Uh, it's meant to represent the idea that robots can support people by providing a sense of compassion and understanding. Nothing about breathing here, uh, but they demoed it at CES. And it has a little sort of humanoid face, right. and it glows, and it can change expressions as it greets people. And so people were seeing it, and the robot was kind of mixing up its reaction. See, there was a Doctor Who episode recently. Is this a Cyberman episode? <laughs> no, it wasn't yeah. a Cyberman episode. There were these robots. The whole planet was empty. And these robots wanted to make sure that humans were always happy. Mm. And if they weren't always happy, they got eliminated. Whoa. So They got vaporized. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? All right. So, uh... You see what I'm saying? I take it you're not going to get one of these uh, I'm definitely social empathy robots. Robots that kill me in my sleep. Social empathy robots. Oh, social empathy yes. Of course, of they course. They gently with you. Yes. Now, it wouldn't be CES without... Giant TVs. You giant, mentioned it earlier in the show. TVs. Giant TVs. Remember when we got excited about the 80-inch TV a few yes. years back? And, they, I mean, they've gone past shack-sized, haven't they? Yes. Uh, Samsung uh, has a 146-inch TV that's called The Wall, and uh, they're positioning it as the first modular TV. Uh, I don't know, modular as in wall of your house uh, kind of thing. But users can alter the shape and size of it so it can function as a, you know, sort of a multi-purpose screen. But they had a demo on the showroom floor, and, of course, everyone was uh, checking out because you go to CES and because you want to see how big the TVs have gotten right, this right, year. Right, of course. And, and that was uh, the 146 inches. I can't even wrap my brain around how tall that is. I in can't a, do the math. In a New York apartment? Can it's you imagine? Not gonna, I can't imagine this. This is crazy. It's ginormous. You'd have to, you'd have to live in Queens and watch from Brooklyn. Yeah, or, or they can put this. it up by, by the Pepsi sign on the right. river exactly. and you watch it from sort of Tudor exactly. City, Manhattan. Exactly. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see. Because remember, 3D TV was going to be the big thing. Oh, and please, you know. that was such a scam. Yeah, so, uh, but Time had a few other things in there. Lenovo's uh, rev their ThinkPads again, and I guess they're getting smaller, sleeker, very uh, net ready. Uh, there's also augmented reality glasses that do not look like massive ski goggles. They're really? starting to get a little smaller. Uh, these small. are the Vuzix uh, Blade, I guess, uh, and they have Amazon Alexa enabled too. Hmm. So you get a little augmented reality there. There's also a robotic duck. This is Affleck. It's a co-brand with Affleck because remember we've seen the commercials with yeah. the little duck. I mean, part Affleck. of it's like, yeah, precisely. Uh, p- part of me is like, well, for-profit insurance companies always kind of wake yeah. me out, but you know, yeah. Affleck, you know, they do have that very recognizable yes. spokesbird with the duck. Right. So they have designed, uh, it's called My Special Affleck Duck, and it's sort of a furry little robot thing, and it's designed to respond, uh, and it's given to kids, I guess, with cancer. So the the robot duck kind of provides a companion for them, and kids can interact with it, and I think it's going to be free uh, to kids with cancer at the end of the year, maybe early next year. 
And it's going to be shipping to children at the Affect Cancer and Blood Disorder Center uh, for Children's Health Care in Atlanta. So, all right, well, I can't, I can't get snarky about it. Yeah, yeah, it's a no. And and the picture of it, it kind of looks, you know, it's clearly the Affleck duck, but right. but they've got it kind of articulated and it's it's got some fuzz on it. So, yeah. so we'll see uh, how that one rolls out. Um, I got fuzz. I'm articulated. You can go help the children. I can go help the kids. Yeah, I think you would be great. Well, I, I would mean, be great. You've got experience with children. I'm good with kids. So, uh, I got a big goofy head. They'll smile. They'll laugh. Yeah, it, it could work out. Affleck. Uh, you see? Yeah. They, okay. they should cast you as the voice. I don't think Gilbert Goffrey's doing it anymore. No, they fired him. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. he had some, some, some problems. Some issues, yes. But uh, to wrap up, because we have been, I've been gassing on uh, about this for this a while. This is fun. I, I could do this for days. Yeah, yeah. Well, and we'll me? have links to both the Time and the Washington Post stories for people who want to see the full list. But uh, there's this thing called the movie phone, and it's not. You know, Mr. Movie Phone. Ah, <laughs> you know, I love Movie Phone. Yeah. God, remember, remember that in the day before Fandango and the whole interwebs oh, thing? We would so call great. Mr. Movie Phone. Yeah. Welcome to Movie Phone. Yeah. And this <laughs> Press is, one for. <laughs> I'm getting all nostalgic. I love it. Yeah. This, this thing, it, it's, it's spelled M O V I, uh, but it's an Android device with a built in projector. Wow. Cool. So uh, what you do is you just load your movies on here and. All your legally downloaded movies. Yes, all your legally downloaded movies. And when you want to share your movies with somebody Legally. on a larger screen but you can't find a TV, the movie smartphone has an integrated projector that can project 720p nice. up there. So, so yeah, that, that, that is beefy. technically high definition. Yeah. So you just project that on the wall or wherever and it's $599. So it's not yeah. that much more expensive much, than, yeah. than our other uh, – Devices out there. It's no uh, talking toilet, but uh, yeah, you know. yeah. Well, imagine if you combine them both. You know, yeah, exactly. all the bathroom now. You'd never leave. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, we're, we're going to get in serious trouble here. Um, <sighs> I. You know what? The term that I'm never going to get out of my head now is the bidet spray pattern. Yes. It's just you know you burn that right into my brain. It wasn't me. It was a Washington. Thank Post. you, JD. Thank you. But see, I'm, we're widening your horizons. There are things yes. out there that we never thought about. Yes, and we never had to. Yes, and some engineer had to sit down and figure out <laughs> projection of the water, <laughs> pressure. And take it seriously. Yes. Lived and breathed this. Yes, this this is someone's job. So. <sighs> okay, I got to respect that. Yeah. All right. All right. But uh, I guess we should probably wrap up, though. Yeah, we got to wrap up. We got to go. We got to thank the bros. Thank you, bros. Thanks, bros. Builtbybros.com. Build something with the bros. If you think it, they'll build it. Yes, and thank you, listeners, thank especially you. if you've made it this far after all this toilet talk this week. <laughs> yes, exactly. Potty humor. Yes, but, you know, CES does... Uh, it brings the worst out in us. Yes. Uh, At least in me. Yes. So, so well, I'm, I'm probably guilty as well. Um, <laughs> you're just feeding the beast. That's what you're doing. No. You're throwing me raw meat. You That's know, you it's, it's, it's kind of like, the, you know, the whole world's turning into yes. a 12-year-old boy. Yes, indeed. Uh, so until next time when we're back with more, yes. I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. You want to see the video of the toilet? <laughs> no. Alexa, flush! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>